Good morning, friends. Um, as you look back on your week, where have you seen the hand of God? Where have you seen his grace and his mercy? I hope that you have seen it in many places. Today is Saturday, February the 24th. I'm Susan Kent, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin by um, lifting up our voices together, saying the prayer consecration. Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, Forever Changed. Hear now the word of the Lord from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5, and a little bit of verse 8. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world, and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. Now consider this. There's a healing story of a blind man in the Gospel of Mark in chapter 10. But what um, has really stuck with me is what Jesus asks in verse 51. He asked the blind man, what do you want me to do for you? You know, that's a really good question. We're 11 days into this Lenten journey, and when we began, I said that we wanted to be changed. I said that we wanted to be altered by embracing a life of surrender. But is this what you want Jesus to do for you? Today's passage tells us the good news that we're not just changed, but we are forever changed. I actually want to read the passage again, but this time, let's change the pronouns and make it personal. You ready? Here we go. As for me, I was dead in my transgressions and sin, in which I used to live when I followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air the spirit who's now at work and those who are disobedient. I also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of my flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, I was by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for me, God, who is rich in mercy, made me alive with Christ even when I was dead in transgressions. It is by grace that I have been saved. Now that's good news. The transformation 
that God is capable of doing in your life and in mine, it is not only radical, but it is eternal. I don't know that we think about that enough. Maybe it's just me. But when we make our life an altar, when we choose every single day to surrender, as we do that, we're changed. We're forever changed. You know, Paul is, uh, he's quite direct, let's just say, with his words in this letter to the Ephesians. He tells the believers that they, like him, were deserving of wrath. That's the nature of humanity. We were sinners and we are sinners. But there are two words that are so important. But God. You know, those two words, they could stand alone as just a powerful sentence. But God didn't leave us as sinners to receive the punishment that we deserved. But God did not turn his back on us. But God, who is rich in mercy, perhaps we could better translate that abounding in mercy, he saved us. This is a mercy that meets us again and again as we surrender through confession and obedience to God. When we fail, and we will, (laughs) we can remember that God is rich in his mercy. And as we read in Lamentations 3.23, his mercies, they're new every morning. So what does Paul say that God does Because of his mercy, he makes us alive with Christ. The beauty of being alive, just like God's mercy, is that we can experience this every single day. In another of Paul's letters, he calls it, quote, walking in newness of life. That's from Romans 6. All of this comes as the gift of grace that we receive because Jesus first surrendered his life on a cross for us. And it's the only reason that we can be forever changed. Breathe in that good word today. Let's give thanks for the mercy of God. You know, since Ash Wednesday, we have looked at altars, um, altar fires, uh, sacrifice, and surrendering. But as we continue in this journey, we're going to dive just a little deeper into each of those specific areas um, of our life that we need to surrender. And we're going to look at what God gives us in exchange for the surrender. But for today, let's just rest in the but God that has changed us from being dead in our transgressions and made us alive with Christ. The prayer. God, we do not deserve your mercy, but thank you for saving us. Your mercy, it lifts us up from the pit that we deserve to be in. We breathe in the air of the Holy Spirit and we celebrate that today. Amen. The questions Knowing that you were dead because of your sin, How does that affect the way that you approach God? And how will you walk in the newness of life this week as a sign of being alive with Christ? For The Awakening, I'm Susan Kent. 
I hope you have an incredible Saturday. We'll see you tomorrow. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall. 